0: Hi, and welcome to episode 57 of Talking with Painters, where Australian painters talk about their lives and art. I'm Maria Stolger, and my guest today is Joe Furlonger. Joe is one of Australia's most respected painters, with his work crossing landscape, the figure, and portraiture. But he's probably best known for a particular kind of landscape, which he returns to time and time again those flat areas of the Australian farmlands and bush, the places where at first glance there doesn't seem to be much going on, where the horizon seems to stretch out forever, places like Moree and the Darling Downs. But he always seems to find a way to interpret those spaces which injects an excitement into the image, involving multiple layers of paint energetically applied. He's not concerned with traditional rules of landscape painting or the restrictions of gaining an exact likeness in portraiture. I got the feeling his methods were instinctive in one sense but on the other hand also drawn from keen observation. What emerged from talking with him though was his constant struggle to avoid stagnation and his desire to always be looking for a new approach until even that method is exhausted and it's time to move on. He's a multi-award winning artist and has had 35 solo shows. His work is held in the National Galleries of Australian Victoria and the Art Gallery of New South Wales as well as many other public and private collections. I enjoyed meeting and talking with him and that afternoon the time just flew. All the works we talk about are on the website talkingwithpainters.com. Joe grew up on farmland outside of Brisbane in Queensland, where his family grew vegetable crops. We start this episode with Joe talking about the freedom that came with that upbringing.
1: They just let you go. That was the farming thing. They let you drive the tractor, you know, if you, if you fall off, at the age of six or something, you know, and uh, you, you just, uh, it was a very different, different... Uh, Parenting. <laughs> Yeah, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm.
0: So you had a lot of freedom.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. And you, I think you just like you were, you were meant to be a sort of a farm kid and you, you didn't put your foot into the rotary hoe because you knew exactly what would happen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm not saying there weren't. So that's interesting. Isn't that
0: interesting that you were, you were sort of drawing? So, so just with pencil, I take it.
1: Yeah. Any, is, yeah. Anything I would get my hands on, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And that was just something that you you were driven to do in a way that you enjoyed doing.
1: I would sit. Get, it in rain for three days. I would, and I, I was stuck in the house because usually I was running around like a little wild animal with my dogs and things through the bush, and they just yeah, off you went, you know. Did you have any brothers and sisters? No, 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 it was just me, only an only child ah. thing, you know. And I had, there were my parents and then there was my uncle and my grandmother and we were all there together in a very little, you know, in a little pioneering sort of house that you'd see on old farms and things. And, and everyone was packing and picking and da-da-da-da-da. They all get stuck into it.
0: Mm. So... At school, were you interested in art as well? Like, would you be
1: doing uh, that? I won the drawing, uh, you know, a drawing prize in in grade six, and it was the only sort of thing achievement I uh, had academically, and um, uh, and and I always thought that that was my, um, you know, my one hope.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, so from an age. <laughs> in the back age... of my
1: mind, I thought, "Ha, huh, I can do this," you know, <laughs>
0: and, and yet
1: s- and yet my, I'm not. Uh, uh, I don't have a a a traditional or a classical approach to um, to drawing. I'm I'm not what they considered a a good drawer. But you did go to art school, though. Yes, I did. Yes, yes, yes. So I I went to art school, and it was in the era when the drawing was of the utmost importance. And uh, they fortunately had that post post-impressionist modernist sort of teachers who are, who who said well if you can't draw that way you can draw this way Mm. Uh, that type of education and and they're saying well if just because you (laughs) just because you can't render in a classical sense. Mm. Well, just because you're the only person I've ever met teaching (laughs) that can't render. (laughs) So it was a worry. Did did you
0: ever try? I mean, was that something you wanted to try? Of course, of
1: course. I wanted to be like everybody else, but uh, but it was just a very, you know, very bad grubby effort, you know.
0: (laughs) So what what sort of... um, drawing were you doing was it more sort of uh linear sort
1: of uh, i'd say that 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 in general my teachers uh for some reason all had a had a had a linear bent and and the, you know and, and that the line was uh all important and that ran through uh for me it, yeah, you know, I I had Ann Thompson taught me briefly in 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 art school and in Brisbane, and uh, sometimes these teachers they mightn't say much to you, but they might it might be just their example, mm. or it might be what they don't say. <laughs> the the you, you know where they just let you uh, purposely let you figure it out for yourself, or so, you, you know, that you have to figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, I don't. I haven't got great theories on education and whatnot, but yeah. I had a stack of them like that. Yeah. And they were all good. Yeah. No, really classy.
0: And what about painting? When did you start painting?
1: Uh, I started, oh, that was pretty funny. I had some oils when I was a kid and I couldn't figure out what to do with them, so I squeezed them out onto the tube, onto a bit of paper, thought, mm. hmm...
0: <laughs> so nobody showed you how to use them.
1: I take no, it. No, 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 no. We just, you know, got got them, and we had a, I had a go, you know, and um, i we n- never got the cheap little how to paint book, which are actually quite quite instructive, you know, you yeah, or the basics, you know,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't,
1: didn't do that. So, so yeah. you
0: you had to you basically. So you as I say,
1: shoes. I did everything as they uh, like to say around my house of ass about face. You know. <laughs> Or something. When I went to art school, I thought I might go and get a flash job in advertising or something like that. I, then I started to get a whiff of the, the what could we call it? The wild romance of absolutely making making it up for yourself, you know.
0: So, what artists were you influenced or were you interested in at art school?
1: Like, what what were the ones that you would sort of be looking at books on them or? Uh, It came later in art school. Okay. Um, Sometimes you're very influenced by your teachers at art school. So I'd I'd have to say that the idea of practising artists as teachers, which is sometimes under threat, um, is really important. But uh, uh, way up there in Brisbane... I started to see work or was told about work by Kevin Connor. Then the art dealer up there had a show of Kevin Connor's work up there in from 70s Kevin Connor which was pretty different, pretty mm. searing, it was figurative, it was expressionist, it was mm. linear, always linear. Mm. And um,
0: he's a he's a famous Australian artist, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know and that that uh, that it could be rough hewn and then so you were all absorbing all sorts of things, but
0: mm, mm. and were you painting in oils at that point?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was taught to paint in oils. You were taught simply, but taught well. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't some. It was. You were just taught taught some really really good rules, and you were taught something that you realised it wasn't going to take two years to learn. Yeah, I reckon there was a vague idea that this was going to take (laughs) a long time. But look, I guess what I'm thinking about is this guy said, okay, you know, we'll start with two colours and white. And from those two colours you can mix them together and make a third colour. So you've got three colours, you've got white and you've got you know the colour of your canvas, which might be primed up in white, or it might be primed up in red. If you were, you know, going back to the earlier times or something. Mm. So the, you say, and so they would. I was taught, you know, how to paint with limitations, and and yeah. then if you've got limit, then you ex- because you've got limitations, then you expand on your your what you've got going. So yeah. we weren't given a palette of three. So this is the idea was. Don't get thirty colours out, and
0: because
1: yeah. you'll end up with one colour, you know, sort of grey marbling. Yeah, you
0: know? That's right.
1: So first, 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 you learn.
0: <laughs> yeah, how to handle it. Yeah, basically. and remember,
1: we've been taught taught how to. i mean so, yeah, and you, you do, do your, your grey tones and your tones mm, and. Mm. and you, do you think
0: that's a good way to learn?
1: Bloody oath. Yeah. 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 You bet. You bet. If only for the discipline of it,
0: mm.
1: <laughs> and uh, some of those basics just don't go away. You know, you can, there can be whole lots of modern ideas, but um, some of the basics are, um, you know, as mm. in cooking, just stay, stay the same. I think, yeah, you
0: know? and I suppose then they become like an automatic. Mm. They just become part of your. I think
1: process. You, yeah, you learn it and dis- dispense with mm. it or something. I, I um, but. But so, I, yeah, yeah, this was instilled it was as a graduate, you
0: know. Mm. Well, what so you're by the time you're
1: 60, you've got a palette of 20 colours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you slowly graduate to that.
1: And then, but, then you go, oh, what am I going to do with them? You know. <laughs> I could say that because I, um, I wandered down to the Art Gallery in New South Wales this morning and uh, had a look at some favourites things and there's, uh, gee, there's usually... In New South Wales art country, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll ignore a hell of a lot of the Australia, uh, You know, a lot of stuff and then the contemporary stuff and, and go straight into the room with the... Uh, here, here we go, with the Picassos and the, uh, uh, the Kirshners and the Francis Bacon and then there's just this little room in the corner and there's a Bonnard and there's, and there's just, you, you know, there you go, the best of... 20th century sort of um european painting and i mm. and it's 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 a very good little room to have a look at mm. and, and uh, what
0: do you still lucian
1: like, freud's in there yeah, too yep. yeah wow you know no. and, and um I, it, I don't want to paint like lucian freud but you can uh uh you can you could just just like everybody's just looking at the the sheer quality of uh what they've um what they've achieved. You
0: mm, mm. Do you reckon it's it it seeing a work in the flesh, so to speak, is is much more valuable than seeing it in a book? Or
1: well, I, I I'd I'd say so, but you you can't run around the world mm. wanting to, having to you know it's not compulsory to to look at every. You just can't do it.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's or there'll be
1: periods in time when you can't You can't do it. Yeah.
0: A lot of your work deals with landscape, Australian landscape, and um, a lot of rural areas of Queensland, which is where you live in Queensland and also New South Wales. So did that landscape work start more or less after you left art school?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it took me... Uh, it took it took me ten years how to after art school how to figure out how how to how to paint landscapes. I had some pretty interesting attempts at times, but first I was you know lay do the same flat flat area paintings, which can be often be the black soil plains of the of the Darling Downs, oh, yeah. which are just two hours west of Brisbane over a range and on this flat land in the wheat growing areas I suppose and um, I needed to change my medium I needed to change how I went about it
0: Why? Why did you have to change? Because
1: the the previous attempts weren't sympathetic enough for the landscape. (laughs) They were just like they were they were just all about oil paint, you know. That it or, or and and they weren't they weren't a legitimate enough voice, I think. And uh, how can
0: you tell if you if it's a legitimate voice? Do you think?
1: Ah, uh, oh, there's just 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 something pseudo about it, you know. And mm. it, it, I mean that creeps in <laughs> that that sort of stuff. you you know, you're constantly sort of trying to. Edit, edit these sort of these sort of things out, but um, you know, or just perhaps I need to um, try and find a different way to, to do it. And,
0: and how did you do that?
1: Well, I I, I suppose I I stumbled across using pigments, uh, pigments and pigments and binder uh, uh, as a medium, and and, uh, and, and the, what, and the so medium was my can you believe that the bloody. The the mix of paint was my my sort of way into um, uh, painting painting this landscape. This is where the uh, this pigment and pigment and binder on uh, har, hardly primed canvases. i mm-hmm. uh, very are not raw. You know, there's primer on them, but they're they're thinly primed. So the paint is soaking in, and and it's mm-hmm. so it's it's thin, soaky layers, and. My experience of that, the dirt and the, being a vegetable farmer, I'm an authority on. <laughs> 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 that, that that sort of thin, the, the thin, powdery sort of layers of dirt. And I needed to uh, when I was putting the oil paint on. I'd paint things were like it was like a layer cake. You know, you, you know the I'd put I first I'd, I'd paint the dirt, then I'd put the put, put the yellow wheat on top of it, and it and all you could see the yellow wheat drowned out i couldn't see what was underneath or behind hmm. uh, what was and uh, so even I was, if
0: it was glazing or something like that or it's it just wasn't achieving what you were trying no, to no
1: no and that was just my you know i didn't i uh, uh, i just didn't didn't do a good good enough job with it you know <laughs> and this this other medium but how did you come across the pigment and binder idea yeah by luck and uh uh I had seen. I was, you know, I was starting to. I was starting to look at Aboriginal and, and New Guinea tribal, you know, the 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 dry, powdery sort of pigments on, on like shields, on, on shields and rock art, and uh, oh, okay. and and I sort of had that out of the corner of my eye, and I was actually trying to. I was actually trying to make egg tempera. Which is a uh, uh, finer layers, uh, and it might have been a little started to look a little bit more like the the this shiny paint that Sidney Nolan uses in his uh, l- used in his landscapes in the '40s and '50s. And, uh, uh, and I was going to going to work that way, but and then I had my fir- one of my first trips out bush and I just decided oh gee that's complicated all those eggs and you know <laughs> and uh, 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 and I wanted barrel loads of this stuff and to do really big camp to do big things and mm. I said I'll just I'll just take I'll just take this PVA wood glue with me and use that as it use that as it and I'll try this water and glue method you know
0: so you mix the pigment with, with um, glue and water? Yeah,
1: lots of water, yeah. Right. Very dirty water out of creeks and dams and bores and things too.
0: Oh, really? And
1: then, and then yeah. here's this brownie-looking water and going, oh, that's the colour I want. I want the materials to look as close to the sand and the dirt as I could.
0: Yeah, right. That, maybe that
1: was the trick, you know. There was some yeah. sort of trick in there that I was trying to something I was trying to use as a lever, you know?
0: Well, it also <laughs> has a very matte sort of quality to it as well. Yes, Sort yes. of chalky a little
1: bit. And I couldn't, at that time, I couldn't achieve that with the acrylics that were available then. Mm. Now there's a lot of really clever acrylics. The new generation things are uh, up the ante a bit. Mm.
0: I understand that you go, you went, you'd go on long trips in order to create these bodies of work of the landscapes. Um, would you go, like, so it's not just day trips that you'd do?
1: No, i go out for six, seven, ten days by myself, and, and, you know, when, when everyone else said, no, nah, no, nah, sorry, we've got something else to do.
0: <laughs> so you go on your own, what, camping?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and
0: how would you choose the places you'd go to?
1: Uh, I, I'd, I'd study it on a map. I'd read the four wheel drive magazines, <laughs> and to see where to see where the bold adventurers had been. And um,
0: uh, so uh, off the beaten track, or I d-
1: definitely off the. I wanted to get off the beaten track. I didn't want to be in a popular places because it's very embarrassing rolling out. Uh, uh, three metre long bits of canvas on the ground and then dancing around and talking to yourself with you know big brushes and uh, things like that.
0: I'd, I'd like to take you to jump forward now to 2014 because I wanted to talk about one painting in particular and we were talking about the fact that you were, that you were interested in like sort of like flat landscapes and I think an area that you used to go to over and over again was Moree, and I, I was talking to you about that before. Yes. And um, I know in, in 2014 you, you were a finalist in the Win Prize with a painting called Grainfield Cultivation Moree. And Moree, for people who, who might not know, it's, in, it's a northern New South Wales, like, inland town, isn't it? Yes. And it's an agricultural sort of place. What was it about that that, that, you, that you kept wanting to go back to it? Over the years,
1: um, I, I spent some time in Maori. I did an artist residency. I had an exhibition there. I was in, you know, in, I was invited there there once, but I got quite interested because it was the uh, the newer highway was uh, an exciting, you know, some was a nice drive. It was a, something different on the drive from where I lived on the gold coast. Oh,
0: okay. To In what to way? Sydney.
1: Uh I I got a, I got attracted to the, to the flat at the, the you know to this billiard table sort of landscape. Yeah. And uh, and uh, thought, Ooh, oh yeah, I don't know I don't know what it is but I i I'm, I'm I get quite a, quite excited by 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 this nothing the so-called nothingness, you know. This as far as the eye can see a big brown browny red soil paddock or something. Mm. and uh, i I found it. I find it a a, a sort of a mesmeric quality to it, it there's, there, there's There's even faintly sort of religiously sort of meditation style there's little little bits of that for 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 an acknowledged a you know certainly agnostic uh it was like uh that's i got i got that that sort of experience from uh,
0: like a spiritual sort of thing yes yes
1: yes yes And, and and i don't think that's uncommon i think that's that's why people are touring all around australia in their in their their caravans and camper trailers and and whatnot for the for that the and it's stated you know oh, oh we just we just like to get out in the bush and light a campfire and that's code for a religious experience perhaps i <laughs> know i don't yeah, know but yeah, but yeah it just well, it's just I on, mean, on that it's... simple level on that mm. simple level it's well that's the hell people do and uh and in this and these absolute flatlands were super attractive and uh, i i suppose i would looked at flat abstracts and things uh mm. and, and here here were these here were these landscapes that had all of the the sort of flat or minimal you know, flatness and minimal art sort of sort of things about it and
0: yeah well that painting that we're talking about i mean that's that's got that flatness about it yeah. um, because it's got it well it's almost like an aerial perspective of it like most i'll just describe it it's um it's like a flat perspective of the land. There's no trees or anything. It's quite a, uh, earthy colours, most of it, and there's a horizon is like right pretty f- close to the top of the canvas. But then there's these light, creamy coloured sort of lines which look like sort of roads or, you know, marking out.
1: Well, there is a system of virtually a geometric system of roads that are super, superimposed on these... Um, uh, on these um, areas of scrub and bush, and sometimes cultivation, and uh, uh, and even though something's flat, you, and you you, you go, it's, you you could go a long distance across. You'll get a big, you'll get a few hours of flatness, but sooner or later you'll come to a little incline, and you'll you'll go up on the right on the on a rise of a hill. You might have only, it might have. It might have gone up 20 metres or five metres. But anyway, that's your vantage point. That's that's your area. You, you're mm-hmm. higher than you were before. And, and so even
0: though it's quite flat, you only need a small elevation yeah. to be able to get that fit. And that I think that
1: perhaps that's... A, 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 because everything else around is so damn flat, that little rise. You don't need a dirty, great big, you, you know, a... a big rise or a hill or something like that to take it all in Mm. you've only got to go up this slightly little bit
0: you actually gave a short interview to um rebecca McIntosh. it's on youtube and you said to her that with the landscape i'm interested in almost the lack of form and you were saying i don't look at it in a volumetric sense and i don't even see it in a perspective sense so, you're not thinking, okay, well, like if I was sitting down and looking at a landscape, I'd start thinking, okay, I've got to get the perspective right, I've got to make that look really far away, look at that, make that really look close, and all that sort of thing. You're not thinking like that.
1: No, I'm not. Because I, I, I also had all these smart teachers who, and they say, you know, so, so here's your page, boom, you draw one line across it, you've created, you almost created your landscape. <laughs> Yeah right. <laughs> One horizontal line will um, uh, give you that sense, and if it's lower or higher, it's uh, um, it's uh, y- you know you've got loads and loads of sky, or you've got loads and loads of um, foreground sort of thing. Mm. Don't ask me why I always have to have some sort of little little thing of the the blue across the top. You know, I, I got. I I just don't seem to be able to look into a section of landscape and not include the horizon. The horizon, a view. Yeah, I don't can't don't do much about a foreground and a middle ground, but um, I, I certainly there's in you know this insistence because that that's oh yeah that, that's that's what I see yeah yeah and it's oh it's, oh, it's a bugger you know that everyone says oh. Wow, our landscape looks like Fred, uh, Fred Williams, and that's you know that's just the way it is. And so you got a, it's pretty hard to, to work your way around.
0: You mean like that flat sort of um, yeah. presentation? Yeah, yeah And yeah. the trees are
1: just bloody dots and squiggles and things. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There just seems to be a dominance of um, horizon line.
0: I did want to move on to talking about figures and portraits because I think you've been nine times finalist in the Archibald. You've been in the cylinder if you say, the Doug Moran. So, you know, I think you could be also categorised as a portrait painter. A lot of the, I think about half of the Archibald prizes were self-portraits as well. And I think, for the, I think you said in relation to when, if you're not going to do a self-portrait, you have to be really familiar with your subject and know them very well. Why is that?
1: otherwise it's a chore you, you know you know you've got to get to you've got to establish a sort of some sort of rapport with perhaps or, or I have done a job like that with some fantastic old character in Perth once and uh uh went over there and just sat down and talked to him and did drawings while he played on his piano and then, then sat on his horse for his portrait. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> and what did he stay still for long, or was it you took some photos? Yeah, you yeah,
1: not too bad, not too bad. No, I, I had the, I had a, I had a really big canvas, and and I, I, I stood on a forty-four gallon drum in the, you know, in the in the horse stables. Yeah, because the horse stables were. He he'd go out to his um, horse stables and and on get on this great big horse he had, and and he was dressed up in his red and white hunting gear with boots.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> and he sat on the horse, yeah. and you painted it, yeah. and you were standing on a a what a barrel? Like yeah, a drum. yeah,
1: a drum a drum. Why?
0: Because it was such a huge canvas. Yeah,
1: you had to get to the top, you know. And
0: what? So what? So how long did it? So I you, did it really quickly oh because we, I said we,
1: you know, we, we got to, yeah, yeah, we got to do this, and then I said I'll make and make. But I, 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 I meant that that had to be painted, it, that had to be done. Almost plain. that was plein air too. Yeah, God, well, <laughs> there was yeah. no choice, you know, and uh, Gee, that, no, big tall. It was a big tall vertical painting, you know. It was like, it was like, could have been three meters tall.
0: Really. Yeah. three meters
1: it was in oils too it in was in oils days.
0: and you did it from life yeah <laughs> While the guy's sitting on a horse
1: yeah i didn't but care if I'd him... love to see't see, care I don't care if the horse turns around and moves I think that's a good thing you know yeah. sometimes I do some pencil drawings but he he just you know we we just did as much as he, the horse could stand yeah and uh, uh and, and, so and there's the... a really big horse and like this guy this guy's not wasn 't very tall himself he 's kind mm. of barrely, but he was um, he he sat up he sat on this horse and and yeah. I liked it that it moved and it turned around because i'm i 'm I'm I'm not, not about accuracy sort of thing. if mm. it moved and repositioned itself it that was kind of interesting you know it, mm. because it was moving and resetting I, I could actually get a better drawing of it into the painting
0: yeah and, and what about are you concerned with likeness much? No. <laughs> so what, are you, what are you but, after, but do you what you after?
1: by being not concerned with likeness, you might actually get into it. You know, you know, because uh, I mean, the, I I suppose you try for you try to have some features that'll give you a clue about you, you know a little bit of a physical clue, uh, like a here and there in it. But mm, mm. I, I'm in that subscribe to that that it's. It's more a, more a psychological thing or, or it's... That it's, again, it's this, there's that teaching of just rely on your instincts and, 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 and run with that. And, and so I don't... Um,
0: and that's going to come through in the line. Yeah.
1: And, and he said, oh, you've made me look a bit old. <laughs> this is a... This is... <laughs> This is a 70-year-old <laughs> skin surgeon who specialised in doing eye jobs and, and nose jobs for the, for the Asian market that, because, um, that come down to Perth, you know. Oh, yeah, right. So that yeah, and uh, <laughs> so I made him look a bit old. I went, oh, shit, okay. Oh. Does that bother you if he says I, that? I liked it. I thought that was, I thought, oh, okay. Because it was, you know, I thought, oh, this is, with my style, it's a sort of democracy, oh, yeah, everyone can put in. You know, if the, if the guy collecting the garbage turns up and says, oh, no, I don't like the chin in that, you know, <laughs> I, I go, oh, all right, you could be right, and then, you know, it <laughs> You know, we flew to Perth. Yeah. Me and that <laughs> my art dealer couldn't resist going along on this trip, the, 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 uh, you know, the previous art dealer.
0: You the, mean Ray Hughes? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, okay,
0: you were with Ray Hughes for a long time, long weren't you? Long time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he passed away mm, this, this year, mm, I think. Mm, mm. Um, how was that experience to be with one dealer for, have a de- relationship like that?
1: Oh, um, well, you could say that it was almost like I'd been in the public service, you know, it was like w- when we were, all out in the um, brave new world it was like your eyes we were, we were blinking we weren't oh felt... you mean after you left yeah uh, yeah yeah you're like oh, oh god you know here's the, here we are here we are in the real world we've been living in our you know our sheltered workshop you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> why because he looked after you so yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Well. I, you, we, we, you, No, you you just get you know the habits of Habits of working, working in one place for thirty years mm. is there, yeah. you know. And, but there's some very good things. That, uh, uh, I miss the, you know, the, the the sort of the just the big discussions on, on on the art and the painting and the books and that. When it was really big on books with that guy, mm-hmm. we, were, we were. That was our that was our favourite thing. Looking at some art book and. From some show and going, wow, you know, look, yeah. look, look at, look at this, and what's, what, do, what do we think about this, and yeah. um, carry on like that. Yeah, even at, heard, even um, at a distance, even at a distance, you know, telephone.
0: Ah, uh, really.
1: Mm, so, so it was his. Um, yeah, you, you know, yeah. You know, that's the same with those all those good dealers. It's their, it's their sort of brain and their vision and their. Yeah, you, you, you miss that. you know. Mm. I've got 20 things hanging up at once now.
0: Oh, do you? Yeah. Mm,
1: yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I used to get on a canvas 20 years ago and I'd, I'd stay on that canvas and, and work it through to the finish. You know, and, and, and now I've, I've gone this other way. Mm. I, I work on a lot of things. And the, the downside of that is nothing, you get this feeling that nothing's ever going to get finished. Because you make a bigger and bigger circle, too.
0: <laughs> but you obviously do finish them because at the show you've got like you've got about thirty works or something.
1: <coughs> mm, yes, but, yes, yes.
0: So a deadline must help you finish them.
1: Well, I was yeah, perhaps. I, I, was, I was panicking because I, I I didn't think I I didn't think I'd got anywhere. This is I'm sure this is just this is common fare for the whole lot of us. But uh, and uh, I. I, you know, I decided on, you know, I needed something, so I better get, <laughs> better get stuck into it.
0: I think you, I read somewhere where you were saying, um, actually, no, it was a video, the Hark Out of New South Wales video, where you're um, drawing, uh, you said that you need to draw, you have to get in close and get detailed drawings of, say, plants or something, so you can get authenticity of what you're working on. So that you can presumably you can inject that back into the painting. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll paint things out that they'll, they'll get so sort of minimal that I've sort of bleed, taken all too much information out, and when you want to put more information in, you, that that's you've got to get up and draw, you know, and sort of draw draw into it and all over it and whatnot. Yeah.
0: And would you? Um...
1: So I might, so I, might taken... I might work on those bits of paper and that might go on for half a day or two days or something and then that just burns out and then then I then I can then I find that I'm sort of painting I'm painting freer you know. So you need so
0: you need that sort of to develop it through yeah. the drawing to be able to then tra- to, to carry it through to the painting. In I think?
1: previous times, I'd. Uh, I'd have, you know, a big canvas up or one or two big, really big paintings up. But then I'd I'd done things where I'd sit down and um, uh, do drawings of the format for the painting, almost like imaginary formats for these paintings. And I might be working in pen and watercolour and ink. And (laughs) I'd sit there, you know, I'd go three and a half days just, just solid. You know, don't look up from the drawings, and I'd, they'd be, they'd be sort of flying. You know, they'd be going, you know, really flying and making sort of what I thought would be new innovations with um, watercolor on very cheap sort of drawing paper. You know, you know, you just got to get this. You just got to get put one fresh technique, one thing down, and then it won't take anymore that that's it so to speak and uh, what, what do you mean oh i mean that that i'd be painting on, i'd be putting watercolor on the wrong sort of paper oh and, I see. and and you couldn't fiddle with it you just had to bang that's it you'd flood flood all these colors in and something had happened and uh, yeah uh, and i'd well, be good muck-
0: things you mean i've good things good yeah, things yeah yeah, yeah, and yeah going
1: oh wow look at that so that's when the paint sort of takes over and does its does it does its own, you know. You, know, you just shepherd it around. So. Yeah, right. You're not not sort of control the hell out of it, sort of thing. And that's um, why well, I like those watery mediums. I did a whole lot of work with watercolor. You can't control it. Mm. It's great. Mm. You know that something something happens on its own accord. And I suppose I'm you know, looking for that. But yeah, I do all these drawings, then get up and start on the painting. Just just. But something a I'd I just just like you flick the switch, boom. I'd be doing very successful watercolors or those things on and even now I just I get I, I, I exhaust it and then it just goes <laughs> cut cuts off. And then i go, No, oh, well well that's finished, we better, you know, put all them aside and go on.
0: So when you say cuts off, you mean you 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 can't do another one. That's, no, I can't it's do not, another. Right?
1: It, it, no, no. It's just the the any inspiration is just it's exhausted. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It's a funny, funny one that. And then say so go and try something else. Once, yeah. once I, I had more time and I'd then I then I'd wander off up into and and do um, really complicated woodcuts, rough woodcuts, but um, but it's complicated because it's four colour wood blocks and things mm. and I'm doing this really, really sort of uh, um, y- you know, it's a complicated Yeah, well yeah. one of
0: them I one of them that I wanted to talk about actually that I saw that was in the art of New South Wales, is it like that sort of thing.
1: Have they or got not? one of them?
0: Yeah <laughs> they do. <laughs> they We're do? looking at it on my computer screen. Okay, uh, well. It's called yeah, Southeast yeah. <laughs> Queensland Red Soils. Yeah. Uh, it's in the collection, yeah the the permanent collection of the Art Government of New South Wales. So, do you find doing something like that, so moving out of using a brush and all oh that yeah, yeah. is that going yeah, to stimulate you to? Yeah,
1: and it cuts the staleness out. You, if, you, if you just paint, paint, paint all day, you'll uh, you, you you know you bore yourself to death. Yeah, right. This is probably what. Actually, yeah. I
0: have read you talk about sort of getting bored with a painting and bored with? Mm. Do you find you've got to constantly? You've got to be chopping and changing
1: to avoid that. At times, yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, and another one is then then you might go out drawing, and the other one is that in those big landscaping things. I it's not that I wanted to go out landscaping. It was just that the story would be oh I think I have to go out. So I'm not mm. you know you could say I'm not looking. I'm gritting my teeth at putting together a trailer load of. Camping gear, yeah getting going through old camping gear, and oh yuck! You know that.
0: Oh, so you're not excited about it?
1: It's like, it, at that point, it's just like, oh, here, are, you know, this is two, you know, it's two or th- two or three days preparation, which is well worth it. If you run out of food or, or gas in your gas bottle and you can't cook your dinner out there, then you're, you're not very happy, are you? <laughs> Sitting in the middle of woop woop with. Eating uh, eating something cold out of eating cold soaked lentils, <laughs> you know, with chili paste or something like that. So you're saying
0: that you don't? It's not as if you think, oh, great, I'm going for my week away no. to M- Moree. It, it's something you're driven to do, that you
1: have to do. I have to do. It. It's a job.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I know. It's it's uh, it's. The these paintings are, are I've exhausted all, all of the, everything is starting to look uh, staid and mannered and all the wrong things. I need to go out and experience it and do some work out there perhaps, but really just drive out there and and sit in it for a while and then come back.
0: Yeah, right. And something new will come
1: up as a result? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, or you, or you, the theory is you'll put some, inject some freshness mm-hmm. into some, you know, something was missing and clearly you have to go and, go and, uh, go and find that something. Mm-hmm. A- and uh, say I've got a, a show coming up in 12 months of these landscapes, I might find that I have to do that three times.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Now, I understand that with your paintings that often you use used canvases, would you start a painting over something you did before? Yeah. And do you find that better? Do you prefer to do that?
1: Uh, trying to fix things up it comes off once in a while. You know, oh, there's that painting from 10 years ago. I'll just do this little bit and that will really pull that into gear. Then you find you've you know it's just it comes totally out of you you've just screwed it up and killed it and you know <laughs> and uh, I find that I'll start with with a new canvas right beside that and it's like I've had to sort of doodle on it and pour paint all over it anyway before it, it before anything starts to happen so so uh, um, sometimes that. That sort of surface works for me. Mm. So I've, I vary the surface a lot. I, I need, there you go. It says that I get bored easily mm. and, and uh, poor attention span, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and I need to go from a very fine canvas to a very coarse canvas. And I, mm. I'll, you know, you know, just to mess myself up to so that I can break my break the habit-forming things you will do on one canvas to go. So I'll change. If I use watercolour paper, I'll go from a really rough one to a really smooth one. Ah, right. Ah, no, there's no big... Everyone, I could, I could say a lot of people do that. Mm, mm. Uh, but I'm, I need that. I need to keep, keep mixing it up all the time. Yeah. And then I'll mix up the mediums. So I'll go printing. I'll go painting on ceramics occasion and it all gets a bit you know gets a bit of all up, all over the shop
0: yep yep
1: it does get all, all over the shop <laughs> you'd like to be something else i'd like to be kind of you know mm-hmm. neat focused
0: to why because you think it's karma. do you think oh, it's
1: more so I, sometimes i think there's sort of there's less tears, you know, in my mind, the, the grass is always greener and over yeah. someone else's fence and I was thinking, well, oh, wow, I wish sure I was that kind of, you know, <laughs> like that. Yeah. I like that. You know, I, I, I admire what's in, in others, you know, that's all.
0: Yeah. I oh, know, I'm yeah. a bit like that too. But, you know, looking from the outside in, I can see that uh, like you sort of almost have to embrace that that is how you that's how your creativity works you know
1: i i look I, i've um built built a lot of things purposely like uh in that the multi form of the medium um if i'd have a big period where where i got big period means 15 or 20 you know i got really stuck in the german expressionist art and you can the some people say oh the you know the the prints of the great thing, but then I, I think. well, wow, I really liked the painting and what they were doing with their painting too. Mm. But I could tell you that what looks like a, a a mayhem style painting of a a wild expressionist sort of figure, that 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 paint that that someone like one of those painters Kirshner or someone like that. Of that image, there'll be uh, a lithograph, a woodcut, an etching, Mm. uh, half a dozen to 50 watercolours, pencil drawings. Mm. So
0: it wasn't tossed off in
1: in a... The drawing might have been done in the street. The painting might have been done in five minutes. Maybe the image, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't vouch for what order. But, but I, I could always see yeah, and I thought, wow, you, you know, if that's what the smart guys do, I'd better I'd better train myself to do that.
0: Mm. And is that why you do all a different sort of mediums, and you like doing sort of woodcuts and printmaking and all that sort of thing? Partly
1: yes, mm. yes. Mm. Again, and and with with with, a, with that thing in order to freshen up and to perhaps if I had a more. Uh, you know, a slower, more orderly technique in painting, I might, I might, you you know what I mean. I might, I might have less, less of that going. You know, less of that. Because if you paint really fast, you better. Um, I think you you need to. Uh, you better have other 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 sort of healthy things to do.
0: <laughs> oh, you mean the a more sort of that take longer. Uh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Take longer. Uh, they're more methodical. Uh, um, they, they're quite involved in process. Etching, etchings, and things are quite involved in process and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you do less painting hours, and and perhaps the less you paint, it could be a better thing. Why? Uh, for someone like me, aren't they? You, that so that when you do paint, you've you've I spoke. To, I spoke to some Chinese, artists, some Taiwanese contemporary artists. One was an oil painter, and another one did those scroll-like paintings. He was a traditional China. He is an ink and colours man mm. on paper. And these guys said they only work two or three hours a day. That's all you. Uh-huh. And that's a. That's a. These are. You know, they were considered. They're pretty successful, sort of and that, you know, Chinese New Wave sort of painting. They were Taiwanese, these characters, mm. but um, nevertheless I'd met them in around 2000, you know, around... Uh, and that uh, they, was, they were over in Taipei, they were explaining. I was saying, oh, do you want to come to the drawing class tonight? We we go to a model class. It's not work. It's not work, but we just go drawing the model. And we just do that for fun, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh ah uh, oh no. We sit around and drink tea. But but they sit around and drink tea, and like in the you know in the old they 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 sit with the other artists and they talk and they admire ceramics and things. Uh. <laughs> they're, they're handling 600-year-old surfaces or something like that and then they'll practice their, their... They might practice their friggin calligraphy for an hour or two before they... And so that when... And, if, and when you look at this fresh and spontaneous... Sort of painting, you think uh, that you you know that, that's how they went about it. Mm. These and I'm going, oh. they're younger than me. These blokes.
0: Yeah. So it's the whole sort of lifestyle around the, the yeah. practice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's, I suppose because you can't so that, sustain yeah, so that
1: so that to to do your painting, even even in those even in those tough art school classes I had. They'd be there and saying, 2 thirds of your practice should be drawing, and a third should be painting." Mm. You know, pretty hard to live live up to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: that but but that I mean, so so this is not this wasn't just a sort of an Eastern thought, you know, or or, or whatever. This is like that's pretty much. Mm. So the all of these things are preparation mm,
0: you're exciting. reading
1: you're reading but that, that that but certainly getting back to it here's all these artists that do uh, etchings and so they they get to know their subject so when they paint it it's uh done that way they they've already got this reservoir of knowledge and then it's then it's a sort of a brief action painting, mm. really. and mm. um,
0: Which it sounds like what you do, in a way.
1: You yeah. know, in a sort of a... That's yeah.
0: right. So it's, it's Messed
1: up, sort of, <laughs> <laughs> mucked up sort of a way. Yeah,
0: but that's the process, isn't it? Because I don't think you could produce the paintings you produce unless it was that process, in a way. Could you?
1: Uh, well, yeah, yeah, as time go, things change as time goes by. I, I'm not working on singing now. I'm working on this expanded, more, you know. You're always making your little changes, and yeah. I've got so, I've got some sort of some mad subsurface idea I'm working on, but about what I'm doing. But I've changed. I've changed. You know, you you everyone's changing their working modes slightly, I suppose.
0: Actually, I wanted to talk a bit about the creative process, which is what, what, what we're talking about of actually I uh, often ask guests what, how they get into the zone of painting or get into that meditative state. Do you have any tricks for, for getting into that
1: state? Go to sleep. <laughs> Wake <laughs> Seriously? up. Seriously? Yeah, in, this, in a chair, sitting in amongst the whole lot of it. And uh, this is my latest trick. And, or as i get sort of get dorter you, know, you know an old age trick uh, uh and wake up and and i can kind of wake up and sometimes i just i just catch something i see something you know i you know i need i need what do they say you know, <laughs> let your mind go blank yeah. you know, I do that by going to sleep mm I've had, a, I've had a hard day landscape gardening in the mountains mm. and uh, I, I sit down there and listen to the politics on the radio and, uh, and open up some books and art books and read them a bit and, and, and then I might, I might pass out and go to sleep, very sore neck, you know, so can sleep, sitting, standing. you know, And, uh, mm. and I just might be... I might have gone out for half an hour or ten minutes or something. Sometimes, sometimes I've gone. My God, yeah, I can, I can see something. Yeah. Okay, here's the other way. Uh, the other way is to get in there and uh, and you're not, and it's it's an agony to pick up the paintbrushes and go to work, and you might spend the day, killing, killing dead. Twenty of the twenty-one paintings that you've got. <laughs> And I, you know, You I'm, mean, destroying them like yeah, 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 just there'll be a layer of paint there that's just You yeah. You, you know, so you're in the, you're in the you're in the bad mood, and you just did it all wrong, you know. <laughs> well, see, something, well, you know, I should have known better. Uh, I should have went out to lunch or something, you know. No, no, I don't know. But um... Uh, and then you just. Plowing away, and then somewhere through somewhere through that drudgery of work, you forget, and you you've, maybe it was necessary to kill everything, flatten everything, and start anew. And then then sometimes something will click, and you can then you can then set about re, repairing the damage. Ah, right. <laughs> and going back again. Right. And I'm going round and round and round and round. Yeah. Not all by myself in a shed, you know.
0: So yeah. it's like reaching the bottom, yeah. and then there's no way but up.
1: That's it. That's day it. after day after day.
0: Yeah.
1: Month, and then it sometimes it can go on for a very long time. I've <laughs> well, that's, that's, got that's, no alcohol involved. No, no yeah. nothing. You know, none of that. You know, it's all. But it's a, it, I find it as an endlessly enjoyable game. Mm, mm. I could say sitting here. you know
0: So there's nothing else you'd rather do than be yeah, right.: That's
1: right. yeah I'm, I'm pretty happy with that.
0: Mm. Well Joe, thank you so much for your time today. It's been such a pleasure. I just loved seeing your work today um, in the show six artists seven days it's absolutely brilliant i hope as many people go to it as they can and um good luck
1: i'll need it thank (laughs) you
0: i hope you enjoyed my conversation with joe furlonger what an amazing artist we recorded this conversation when his work was hanging in Defiance Gallery's show, Six Artists, Seven Days, which was brought about together with the Australian Wildlife Conservancy when six artists were taken to one of the um, AWC's sanctuaries in New Haven in the Northern Territory. I took some video of Joe talking about his work at the gallery and that will be posted to the website soon as well as to the um, Talking With Painters YouTube channel and Facebook and um, I'll get a clip of that onto Instagram as well. Thanks for all your messages on social media. I love hearing from you. And thank you also to everyone who's put a rating and review on iTunes. It's, um, it's wonderful to um, get that feedback. So thanks a lot. And also thanks for listening to this episode. And I hope you can join me for the next episode of Talking With Painters.
1: As a New Guinean guy said to me in the middle of the Garoka Dance Festival. Oh, what are you doing? As I was standing there doing drawings of the dancers. Oh, yeah. And I said, ah. Oh, he said, what are you? What's, what are you? I, I said, I'm an artist, and, and, and these are my drawings. And the guy said, good luck. <laughs> <laughs>